Hey y'all, I'm your host Gabrielle. And I'm Alan. Welcome to the Eerie Touch, where every week we dive into all things murder, mystery, and paranormal. It's Saturday, and welcome to our Saturday episodes, where every Saturday we talk about what's going on in the world today. A little more current events. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about four-year-old Cash Garden, who was found stabbed to death. It's the morning of May 16th. A woman is waking up. She's starting her day as usual with a morning jog. She goes on her normal routine, which is in the 7500th block of Saddle Ridge Drive in the Mountain Creek area of Dallas. When she comes across something that she actually thinks is a dog, she thinks a dog's been hit. But as she's getting closer, she's completely horrified when she ends up seeing two little hands and two little feet. That's when she realizes that what she's looking at is a little boy. He has no shirt on. He has no shoes. He's covered in blood from his upper body all the way up to his face. And what really disturbs her is when she gets closer to him. What makes her realize that that little boy is deceased is that his feet were covered in ants. Now, she's completely horrified. She has three kids of her own, so especially being a mother, she's just completely frantic. She immediately calls 911 around 7 a.m. At this point, police show up, and they don't know who this little boy is. No one's been reported missing or anything like that. So, in an effort to give this little boy a name, they start just going to houses in the surrounding area of where his body was found. And they're knocking on doors. They're going to neighbors' houses. They're seeing people in the street. They're asking them, you know, do you have any kids? Do you have any kids that are missing? Do you know anyone that has any kids that are missing? But they're coming up short. What they don't realize is, at least not yet, is eight blocks away, Monica Sherrod is just waking up. It's 10 a.m. now. Monica has five kids of her own. Plus, she's caring for two children, two twin boys of her ex-boyfriends. Now, one of those little boys is Cash. Now, when she wakes up, she notices that Cash is nowhere to be found, not, not up with the other children. So she originally thinks that maybe he's just still asleep. He's just sleeping in late. After some time passes, she, you know, Cash is still not up. So she goes into his room, him and his brother's room, and realizes that Cash is not there. So now she's panicking. She gets her other kids. They're looking in the house. They're looking outside. They're trying to find this little boy. And she finally, around 11 a.m., once she realizes he's nowhere to be found, she calls 911 and reports him missing. Now, when police get to her house, they're questioning her. And through all of that, I'm assuming maybe there was pictures. I haven't really seen in interviews or anything if she ID'd the body or how they came about that that was actually cash. But I'm going to assume maybe if she had pictures or something that they put two and two together. Yeah, they've connected the dots somehow. Yeah. Now, when the police are questioning Monica and her children, within this questioning, they're asking, you know, do you know of anyone who would want to hurt cash? Do you know of anyone who would want to, you know, do something like this? Of course, they're saying no. Yeah, standard questions. Exactly. And all of a sudden, Monica's children are the ones who start saying, oh my God, mom, you've got, you've got that baby monitor in those boys' room. You have a camera in there. Like a, like a nanny cam, I guess. Yeah, like a nanny cam. 
So, which had just completely slipped Monica's mind. Well, I, I'm sure. I mean, that's a pretty hectic situation to wake to wake up to in the morning. And some people I've seen in articles want to they want to crucify Monica for that, but I feel like that until you're in that situation, you don't you don't know how you would react. Yeah, you you wake up first thing in the morning expecting all your children to be there, and then one's missing. So of course you're gonna get the rest of the kids up to help look for the the one that's missing. Exactly. Yeah. Monica said in an interview that the reason that that camera had slipped her mind was because exactly what she just said. Because when she woke up and she realized that Cash was nowhere to be found, the only thing in her mind was, where's Cash? I have to find Cash. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. So she goes, she gets the camera. And while her and police are combing through all of this video footage, that's when they realize that Monica has caught... Cash's kidnapper in black and white. At 5 a.m. that morning, a man is seen in the boy's bedroom standing over top of Cash's bed. And he stands there for a couple of minutes and he's kind of hovering over Cash like a weirdo, honestly. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so he's hovering over him and then all of a sudden he pulls, Cat, pulls the blanket off of Cash, picks him up, and he leaves. Now, what horrifies Monica and police even more, though, is the fact that this man came back inside of their home at 7.30 a.m., which means Cash was already dead at this point. Now, remember, the jogger had found Cash's body at 7 a.m. It's now 7.30. So the man who's abducted Cash is now back into the room looking at Cash's brother. So within a couple of hours? Yes. Okay. So he's standing over top of he's standing over top of Cash's brother's bed, hovering over it too. Now with this one though, he's almost like he's a little nervous, a little anxious because he he starts walking back and forth, almost like maybe he's contemplating whether, you know, he should do it or not, I don't know. Yeah. So he's walking back and forth and for whatever reason, he ends up just leaving. He does not get Cash's brother. Hmm. Upon reviewing this video surveillance, Monica and her kids immediately ID the man that's in that video. They ID him as 18-year-old Darian Brown. Now, her oldest son, Cameron, actually went to school with Darian. Now, they were kind of friends. Uh, you know, they weren't best friends, but they, they did know each other. Darian had been over a couple of times at their house. Okay, so, so he wasn't a stranger then? Yes, he, he wasn't a stranger. But he wasn't that well-liked, honestly, because Monica's daughter has openly openly told her brother, has openly told her mom. It was no secret. She did not like Darian. She got the EBGBs when he was around. She did not like him, and for good reason. So did she ever say anything to him? I'm not sure. Okay. That's not, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Okay. But she feels the EBGBs for a good reason, because he does have a past. He was actually just out on bond right before all of this happened for stealing a car in the neighborhood. He ends up running from police. Then he jumps out of the car, runs on foot, where he was eventually taken into custody. He was caught. So so I can understand why Monica's daughter wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't want to be around him. Oh, yeah. He's definitely trouble. Neighbors have actually seen him scouting out the neighborhood and cars actually weeks earlier prior to this. So even neighbors know that this this boy or man, as I should say, he is 18, 
is not good. He is not good news. One neighbor even had a video of Darian looking over Monica's fence, almost like he's, you know, scouting out her house. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Now, he had, I think a couple of those neighbors I'd seen in some articles had called the police and nothing was really done. But do you want to touch on probably why nothing was done? A possibility? Uh, there could be several possibilities. Uh, they show up on scene and no one's there. They, you know, they can't positively ID that that's who it was. Uh, th- I mean, there could be several different reasons why, why there was no follow-up. Yeah. Well, police did follow up this time because they go over to Darian's house where he lived with his parents and they arrest him later that day, that same day. So they find cash that morning. Later on, they've already got Darian arrested. Okay. So they're pretty positive from the nanny cam that that's him then. That and there was a little bit more evidence when they, when they swept through his house. Okay. So his mother, Mimi Brown, Lord forgive me if I sound a little... (laughs) A little judgmental, but she, of course, says, you know, her baby is innocent, as they always do. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll never understand. Not a big surprise nowadays. No. And I'll, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. I will never understand why some parents will stick up for their children through thick and thin, even in a situation, though, like this. Like, I feel like this is a situation where, you know, he... How can you stick up for your son who has done something so vile, so disgusting, well, I'm sure, so evil? I'm sure in the back of her head, I mean, you, you, no, there's no way he could do something like this. But something this serious, I, I can't understand that either. Yes, because see, Mimi Brown has actually, she has watched that surveillance video. And she claims that that's not Darian, that he's being framed. But let me tell you something. Now, all of this is allegedly, I guess I should say, because he's not formally been charged with the murder yet. All I'm saying is, mothers know their children. Therefore, you will never make me believe that she's watched that video and that she does not realize that that is her son. You know what your children look like. Yeah. yeah. You can point your kids out in a, in a surveillance video, especially one, you know, that was black and white. You guys can see that surveillance video online, even though it's in black and white. I mean, that's a pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen a lot worse. But anyways, so Mimi claims that he, it couldn't have been him. It couldn't possibly have been him because he's been home all weekend with her, yada, yada, same story, different mm-hmm. person. She also claims, out of nowhere, she claims that he is a patient, Darian is a patient of MetroCare Services, which is a mental health care facility. And I feel like that she said that to lay the groundworks for his attorney. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. I mean, even yeah. if he is... You can have a mental disorder and still be a full-functioning adult. Just because you may have a mental disorder does not mean that you are mentally incapable of... It it doesn't necessarily mean you don't know right from wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, that's what it ultimately comes down to. Whether, did you know right from wrong? It's that simple. If you know right from wrong, then there's no excuse for me personally, yeah, that's yeah, how I feel. Did you understand what you were doing at the time that, that you knew you weren't supposed mm-hmm. to be doing? That? Mm-hmm. In the end, it doesn't really matter what Mimi Brown thinks of her son because 
authorities do arrest him. And whenever they do do a sweep of his house, they end up finding a bloody tissue paper and a pocket knife. Do we know at this point if it's Cash's blood or not? Um, As of right now, not right now as in the episode, but right now in time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they've, they've not got forensics back. That's what they're waiting on is the testing of that evidence to come back. Okay. Two days prior to Cash's kidnapping, Monica had actually went to the grocery store. And when she comes home, she finds Darian there playing with Cash, spending time with Cash, however you want to put that. And she is pissed. She she finds him at her home. Yes, she finds okay. Darian at her, at her house and he's playing or hanging out with but giving attention to cash, however you want to put that. Okay. Well, she makes him leave. And she tells him, you know, that she doesn't want him around her kids anymore and that he is not allowed to be there. Now, she ends up chewing out her oldest son and daughter for even allowing him in the house. And some of you may be questioning or wondering, well, why would she make him leave if he's been there numerous times before? But I feel like there's a lot of things that we've not been told yet or a lot of questions that I have, little things like this that I don't have answers, that have not been answered yet. But what I do know is when I was growing up, there was a select few that my mom would let me have at my house without her being there. A lot of the time, most of the time, with most people, my mom didn't want me to have any company over if she wasn't home. So this could be the same Yeah, especially scenario. if you're on this Unless they really knew them. Exactly. Uh, Personally. Yeah. So she makes him leave. She tells him, you know, I don't want you around my kids anymore. Get out of here. He leaves. She chews out her kids. Daughter, you know, once again, daughter says he creeps her out. Blah, blah, blah. Now, Monica, though, Monica Sherrod is not Cash's biological mother. Now, her ex-boyfriend, Cash and his brother's dad, Trevor Gernon, he had actually moved in with her in February, and he left in March. They split up, and he left. Oh, okay. So, I, so he left his kids with his ex-girlfriend? Uh, yeah, this is where things are about to get odd, I guess. Okay. So Trevor leaves in March. Now, he leaves in March. They break up. Not because... He didn't leave, though, because they broke up. Trevor, nobody even knows where he's at. He is still missing. He's on the run. He actually left because he found out that there was a warrant out for his arrest. A couple of months prior to March, he had got arrested for having pills on him. And they weren't, he's saying they weren't his pills, but yeah. Uh, of yeah, course. Of course. It, it's, it, yeah. It's, it's never theirs. They don't know how that stuff got there. Not my pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I guess he didn't show up to court or however you want, whatever was going on. There's a warrant out for him because of that, though. So he's on the run. Now, he claims that he left the boys there because he didn't want to disturb their routine. You know, he had, they had, the boys had other kids there that they could play with. There was stability in some shape, way, or form there. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Now, at the end of the day... I personally feel as if he left those boys there. I don't think he had ill intentions of leaving those boys there. I just think that he probably knew that he wasn't going to be able to take care of those boys. Right, especially considering he, he thinks he's got a warrant out for his arrest. Exactly. 
Now, the only, the only problem that I have with Trevor at this point is Monica, like I said, no one knows where he is at. Monica has claimed she's told an interview. She's told the police. She doesn't know where he's at. She's tried to get in contact with him and she, she hasn't been able to. And I just think that it's pretty crappy that I don't care if you have a warrant out for your arrest or not. Your, your child's been murdered. Oh, your child okay. has so, been. So she hadn't heard from him after the fact. Yeah. She hadn't, okay. she had no idea where he was. She couldn't get a hold of him. And we now know, which we'll get into that here in a minute, that Trevor does know that Cash has been murdered. And as far as I'm aware, he has still not came out of hiding. And I just feel as if that that is just the stupidest thing that I've ever heard in the world. Okay, so so somebody has heard from him. Or somebody has talked. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, we're going to get into that later. He did a okay. YouTube yeah, he's came out with a U- apology on YouTube on his sister's YouTube channel. Okay, that's not strange at all. I know, but like I said, well, that's later. So I just think though that it's it's crummy of him to not come out all because he's afraid of being arrested for. Uh, I mean, how long would you go to jail for getting caught? Uh, which with I'm sure is, is you know misdemeanor charges. I, I would at least rather be near so i can get all the information i can exactly even if i am sitting in jail agreed yes so that's the only issue that i have with him now cash's biological mother is melinda seagrove now i have a lot of questions about her now i don't know if there's any truth behind this but i saw on a facebook comment someone said that the biological mom was a truck driver and that trevor had full custody of the boys i don't know if there's any truth to that whatsoever but if there's not melinda claims that she had no idea that cash and his brother was staying at monica's house that she was under the impression the boys were with their dad trevor she says that trevor left with the boys months ago and she's not been able to get a hold of him she didn't know where the boys were he didn't tell her where the where him and the boys were going or anything like that in a news article it said that police had said that melinda had been looking for her two kids but they don't talk about if she they don't state if she had filed chart if she had filed like for missing kids missing persons any kind of paperwork i guess yeah and you would just think that that would be something that they would definitely um yeah even if i have to take off work I, i would want to know where my kids were exactly so, not that I'm judging her or anything. I just think that there's more going on behind the scenes that we do not know yet. Yeah. <laughs> or we may never know. But I will say this, and I'm sorry, not sorry. If she did not, if she could not get a hold of her children, and she was supposed to have custody of the kids, and she could not get a hold of them, if she did not go to the police to file a report on that, that's pretty crummy, too. Even if it's joint custody, you, you would think that she would be concerned about where her kids were. Exactly. And even if it was joint custody, if he had the children for longer than she, longer than he was supposed to, she could still take him to court for that, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she could have easily filed some, some kind of modification, something. There, there's always paperwork you can file. Okay, that's what I thought. Now, Trevor has said that he felt like him and Monica were just meant to be in the beginning. Um, they, could, they were both single parents, and both of them do have a 
quite a little record. They both have a history with drugs. Now, I do just want to point out, though, I feel like a lot of you who have experience with loved ones or people or friends who have been addicted to drugs or who are on drugs, I, I do know, so, you know, I do have, I've had family members, and I just want to say that, that just because you're on drugs does not mean, though, that you're a horrible person. Or even a bad parent. No. Because I I have known people who have been on drugs and you would never know it. You would have never known it. They never did drugs in front of their kids. They never got high in front of their kids. Their kids had everything they could have wanted. You know, clean house, food, everything. Yeah. So just because you're on drugs doesn't mean that you're some, you know, POS. Now, people have also judged photos and interviews. Monica was interviewed at her house and it's not the nicest house in the world and people have judged because of that now i'm not sure how she is as a mother but when it comes just to the house you know it was kind of we'll just i'll just make this short people need to remember that there is a difference between poverty and being a pos yeah sometimes you just make do with what you've got yes just because you are poor and you don't have the best house in the world or you don't have you know, all of these fancy things, that is not a reason to judge someone. If you're going to judge somebody, you need a better reason than that. And that's just my thought on that subject. Yeah. Moving on. Though no one knows where Trevor's at, and Trevor's not shown his face um, around, he did post a apology video on his sister's YouTube channel, just talking about how he was just so sorry. He felt like this was all his fault. He left, you know, the boys with Monica with good intentions and all this crap and he's crying and, you know, all, just everything that you would think of. You can also find that online. So still trying to just avoid jail time? He still trying to avoid jail time. Wow. That would be the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trevor's sister says that he just needed time to get himself together, but then he ended up just, he did never turn himself in, and she says it's just completely snowballed from there. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously it has. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, if nothing else, it's extremely suspicious. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious. Not, which I'm not saying that he had anything to do with this. I just think it's very suspicious that you... That he's trying to portray himself as he was a good dad. And I'm not saying he didn't love his boys. I'm not saying that, you know, any of that. But what he is doing right now is not being a good father. Yeah. Yeah. You know, be a man. Come out of hiding. Do what you need to do. Get your business done. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And Melinda, which the biological mom, she obviously feels the same way because, well, first of all, Custody of Cash's brother has been given back to Melinda. So the biological mother has Cash's brother. She's openly said, made it very clear, she does not want Trevor at Cash's funeral. Understandable to Mm -hmm. an extent. I get where she's coming from. Now she's putting all the blame though. She blames Monica for every bit of this. And that's natural. I'm assuming it's natural for. Uh, I can I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like she's pushing her guilt on Monica. Mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast about this the other day, and it kind of upset me 
Because they kept saying that this was 100% preventable. And I don't agree with that. I feel like the only way that this would have been 100% preventable is if Cash was sleeping with a parent or an older child that was awake. You know, you can be... Uh, even then, I don't know that it could be prevented. All he would do is walk in, you know. Well, that's why I said if they were awake with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, people break into people's houses all the time. It and, is not... And you don't know his state of mind when he broke in. I mean, he could have had a weapon, uh, could have got violent with her, and, and still ended up taking taking the child. Mm-hmm. You can be the richest of the richest. I don't care how good of a person you are. I don't care how much money you make. People break into people's houses all the time. Yeah. People get kidnapped all the time. That is something that could happen to any one of us. Yeah, but from what, I guess, what you were saying earlier is he was actually casing the joint. Authorities, some people believe that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was there earlier. He was supposedly what, looking through a fence or looking over the fence watching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that sounds like he was learning their routine. A lot of people would agree with you on that one, for sure. Yeah. But I just don't feel like moving back, though... As far as just Cash being kidnapped and murdered, I feel like that's something I don't understand how you could foresee something like that happening. That could happen to anybody. Yeah. But again, I, I can see her wanting to lay blame somewhere. Yeah. Well, he's now, like I said, he's been arrested. And since he's been arrested, there's been someone else come forward. And apparently, Darian Brown has attempted to kidnap a child before we're talking just in february this older man comes forward and he claims that in february that darian had broke into his home and attempted to take his two-year-old granddaughter he says that darian had entered the home and he started going through rooms and closets when he realized what was going on he begins to yell at darian wanting him to leave telling him get out of my house get out of my house he ends up physically pushing him out of his house now when he shuts the door he locks it and darian ends up kicking in the front door and when he does he punches the man in the forehead he goes into the living room makes his way into the living room where this man's two two years old two years old people his two-year-old granddaughter is asleep on the couch and darian picks her up and starts walking towards the laundry room, which is around where the garage door is. Now, this man, he he's an elderly man. Mm-hmm. He's in the floor. He's yelling at Darian. He's telling him to, to leave, to put her back down, to put her back down. Darian's paying no mind to him. So, the elderly man forces himself up, and he ends up running and physically pulls his granddaughter out of Darian's arms. Now, the man puts her back on the couch... She's crying. I mean, he said that once she woke up and realized, you know, that this stranger was holding her, she started crying. So he tried to console her, gets her calmed down a little bit and puts her back on the couch. He goes straight back to Darian. Now he's forcing him to leave. He's screaming at him. He's pushing him. He's telling him to get the hell up out of my house. And finally, when he gets close to the door, Darian ends up punching the man in the face and he flees. The man did not press charges at the time. And Darian's attorney, of course, defense attorney, doing what a defense attorney does, claims that that wasn't Darian. Darian didn't do that. 
And if it was Darian, why did it take three months for him to file to file anything? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's not unusual, especially on... To me, that would sound like that would be a felony. So you have a lot more than three months to, to file charges. That's good for people to know, too. Yeah. Now, I think he didn't press charges because this man did not know this was Darian. Do we, do we know that it was actually reported or was this just something he's come out and told? No, it's reported. Okay. So, the man did not know who Darian was. And what was he supposed to do? Go to the police, say, this man broke into my house, tried to kidnap my granddaughter. They're going to say, well, do you know who it was? No. Yeah. You know, they're not going to have much to go on. So, I'm going to assume that what's happened is he's seen Darian's face on the news and put two and two together and realized that that was who broke into his house. That's what I'm going to assume has happened. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. So, the man also says that a couple of weeks after all that happened, this elderly man sees Darian at Walmart. And do you know that Darian supposedly walks up to this elderly man and just starts apologizing for what he did? He says, you know, I'm sorry I broke into your house and tried to take your granddaughter. I hope you can forgive me. Does he give him any kind of explanation of... No, that's all he says. He walks okay. away. <laughs> that's okay. all he says. Okay. <laughs> oh, like, obviously, you know, obviously he's a little nuts. I won't say nuts like mental nuts, but obviously he's, nobody could be right in the mind killing, you know, a four-year-old child. Killing anybody, really, but I mean. Yeah. <laughs> why would yeah. you just walk up and say, I'm, hey, I'm sorry I did all that. Yeah. I hope you can forgive me. <laughs> be something hard to forgive. <laughs> Well, as of right now, Darian is charged with kidnapping and burglary when it comes to Cash Gurnan. And he's also charged with kidnapping and injury to an elderly individual for the February incident with the old man and his granddaughter. So he's not been charged with murder of Cash? Not yet. He's right now on a $1.6 million bond. Dallas Police Lieutenant Kerry Wise says that he will face capital murder charges once forensics come back. So I'm going to assume that there is at least a little bit more that we don't know about yet. Oh, I'm sure. Considering he's very, you know, he didn't say maybe, he didn't say whatever. He said he will be charged with capital murder when we get the forensics back. So, yeah, I, I... You know, you want to make sure all your ducks are in a row before you before you charge with capital murder. Yeah. Yeah, and Darian's attorney is probably shaking in his boots a little bit. Now he says, and I quote that this was not this is not going to be an open and shut case. And he also goes on and he says that even if you do believe that the video, because he says Darian's attorney says he has watched the video he's watched it online he says that prosecutors or nor police have given him the tape given him the video so yeah. he's only been seen it online yeah and, and that's not unusual i mean they'll want to try to get get all their evidence at one time uh, to the to the defense right okay so his attorney says that even if you do believe that that is darian in the video that that doesn't necessarily mean that he killed the boy and i know that a defense attorney is a defense attorney for a reason and that that is their job but i just think that sounds so stupid like 
well, yeah, but just because almost like he's trying to belittle kidnapping. Like kidnapping is not that bad. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I can I can see where he's coming from. It's it, it's bad, but it's not murder bad. Yes, but <laughs> I hope I never need a defense attorney <laughs> because honestly, I just feel like that being a defense attorney that is um you gotta you 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 get your hands dirty being a defense attorney. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they've got to come across with some way to defend them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even no matter how small, they've, they've got to try something. Yep. And you know, I just think that it is just so horrible. It's horrible when anyone's murdered. But when it involves a child, when it involves a baby, there's just something so horrific to me that just makes it a thousand times worse in my mind. Now, whether Darian did this or not is no question in my mind. After the surveillance video and obviously other evidence, I do believe that he was the one who kidnapped and murdered little Cash. And hopefully, when or if he is charged with capital murder, a jury will find him just as guilty as I do in my mind. Yeah, I, there's a lot of a lot of questions still need to be answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I have a lot that still need to be answered, and I'm sure that that will that, that there may be more that will come out. As this progresses, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there will. Uh, there will. Um, again, the ultimate question is why. Yeah, there's been no motive, no motive. Well, obviously, he's trying to say he's innocent. So, yeah. but I would like to know the motive too. But I also, though, I do want to note before we even get off here. I don't know what the motive is, but I feel as if he has had this planned. I won't say that he necessarily had it from the get go for cash. But just because he broke in and tried to... Because he had a, a prior incident almost exactly the same. Tried to steal that little girl. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that whatever he had going on, he's had this plan for a while. And he had his eyes set on a child and he was going to get a child no matter what he had to do. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if he gets, if he gets guilty and he gets sentenced for this, jail will be no fun house for him. Mm-mm. But anyways, we'd love to know what your all's thoughts are. Do you guys think he's guilty? Do you guys think he's innocent? Or why he done it? What do you think the motive was? What are your thoughts on Monica, Melinda, and Trevor? You can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, at The Eerie Touch, even on YouTube. We'd love to know what your all's thoughts are on the case. We'll be updating you guys as new things come out. Again, I'm your host, Gabrielle. And I'm Ella. We'll talk next week. You can check out our reference photos and our source materials for each episode on our website, theeerietouch.com. You can listen to this podcast on every platform imaginable you can think of, including YouTube. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new leads and updates. And we would really appreciate it if you were able to leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. It could really help us out.